I see when I get bored, I make up my own movie. You're listening to the Distracted. Pay attention to me, boy. And confused. Are you not entertained? Nope. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to Distracted and Confused. And we have fresh meat on the show. We have uh, a new a new guest, which is always fun. Uh, we have our our buddy, our friend Phil. Uh, welcome to the show, Phil. Hello. Thank you for having me. Of course. Um, and I wanted to preface as well that Phil had no idea what kind of podcast this was. I told him the discussion. He thought we're maybe talking sports the whole time. Um, my God, talking like actual sports, not just movie sports. Um, so to get us ready to go, we are going to do our main discussion of. Top wins or championships uh, in sports or non-sports for our main discussion, which is up in the air what we can kind of go off of. And that's based on the Super Bowl happening this Sunday with my Buccaneers versus the Chiefs. So that should be a fun little championship game. We'll be talking about a little bit of news and then what we've been watching. So, uh, Phil, welcome on. So if you didn't know, or anyone listening who doesn't know, we are a TV and movie podcast. And then we kind of just ramble... And like the name of our podcast, Distracted and Confused, we usually never know what we're talking about. So uh, just get used to that. So I love that. That means Phil's never listened to this. Yeah, I'm, you guys are really helping me out here because um, I, I haven't seen you guys on Spotify, at least, in my latest searches. So I'm going to need to catch up on a few episodes after this. But thanks yeah. for giving me some background there, Tim. That's good yeah, good job promoting, yeah. Tim. That means you, you've done a hell of a job if Phil has never listened to one. Well, uh, yeah, I, I don't. And, like, and <laughs> much, very much like our process for guests, we don't pick our guests to, like, the last second anyway. So we always appreciate a, a last-minute um, kind of addition to it that's kind of, you know, helping us out. So um, pretty much we just kind of jump right into it. So uh, we kind of jump into what we've been watching and we usually let the guests go first. So kind of let us know what you've been watching, how you've been uh, dealing with quarantine watching or anything like that, you know, something you want to mention in your uh, watch list. So I, I'm the first guest then? Oh yeah, well, you're the only guest. I'm so the Jordan, only guest. Jordan is the co-host, if you didn't know that. Okay. Hi. <laughs> got it, got it, got it. Well, man, with I had just watched so much junk like anything if it's on netflix or hbo i i'm gonna watch it just because what else is there to do um but yeah so the first thing on my list is jasper i've been watching a lot of jasper which is my puppy um i just got a dog this weekend so unfortunately a lot of my attention has been paid towards him um it's a lot of fun so i was very confused because i was like i do not know that show at all it's a it brand new like show. TV show, Jasper. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, it could be. Jasper, um, but if I have to jump up in the middle of this, it's because he's about to poop on the floor, and I'm gonna okay. run outside. <laughs> Perfect. We know how to fill airtime, so that's that's no problem at all on our side. <laughs> yeah, no. But a series I just uh, binged off HBO was The Alienist. It's actually a TNT series. Um, it's basically a mix of Gangs of New York meets like CSI. Um, so it's based in like 1890s New York and it's just, I don't know, it, it's kind of like, uh, got a little thriller vibe to it, you know, crime drama action going on. Um, it's got everyone's second favorite Nazi from Inglorious Bastards in it. Uh, Daniel Brühl, who plays Frederick Zoller, you know, the, the sniper on the watchtower. <laughs> um, so there's no, aliens, sorry, there's no aliens in this at all. So, 
so if you if you, if you catch a show and I don't want to have you know I don't know how we deal with spoilers here but the very first thing you you watch in an episode is it, it gives you the definition of what an alienist is oh, okay and it's it's a profession so to speak it's pretty much like the first people to use like crime science like fingerprints and uh, crime scene evidence to solve murders and crimes so gotcha. it's uh, yeah it's good. It's, yeah, uh, pretty oh, Dakota Fanning as a grown-up is in it, which Ooh. is always a callback, you know? Yeah, she's always – I mean, her, she's, yeah, her name is just unforgettable. But um, we have a very touchy subject for spoilers in this show because when it first started, I said, like, you can't spoil something five year, until, five, until it's been done for five years. And Jordan thinks it's asinine. I think he's, like, maybe like a year maybe. What, what are your it depends thoughts? On, it depends on what it is, right? I mean okay. – when it was like when it was Thrones that was out, we were we were talking about it within the week, right? You just got to give people a heads up. I mean, after that, nobody wants to talk about it anymore. Well, I, yeah, and I, I feel if you're a TV movie podcast, you kind of have a a pass. Like you get to you get to say those things, and, and people shouldn't, you know, expect not to be spoiled. I mean, come on, this yeah. is like that's like half your content. What are you supposed to talk about if not allowed <laughs> well, to talk? Although about I guess it. I spoiled uh, the upcoming movie Dune for Dan because. I read the book and I know who dies. So <laughs> sorry, Dan. That's probably uh, wait till he hears about how the Bible ends. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, and a funny note like that, I was like, even when I watched Hamilton, I didn't want to know anything other than like the, the little tidbits. And I'm like, I don't want to spoil anything for Hamilton. Like, like Tim, yeah. it's been fucking like, <laughs> like, like it's okay. History, you're just like, yeah. I'm not picking up any books ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much. So, um, no, that's that's awesome. And then uh, is that the top thing? I, I see some more lists. This is the top thing you've been watching, or more? Uh, uh, that's, that's the last like full thing I've watched. Yeah. And then I've got these next three kind of lumped together as period pieces in in English history, the founding of England and the English dynasty. Um, there are three different shows or movies. I'll I'll put them in chronological order. But I'm currently watching The Last Kingdom which is like the founding of England and the first Kings of England and unification of England and driving like uh, Vikings off England and shit like that. So it's like eight, 870 is like the year it's based in or starts, but it's, I don't know. I got into this really big, like medieval fighting kick. So like sword play <laughs> and shit like that. Um, so that's good. It's got like four seasons on Netflix, a fifth to come. Um, it's decent storytelling, but yeah, it's the fighting that's pretty much got me into it. Um, kind of a filler for Game of Thrones, I guess. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I, I haven't got into it yet, but I've heard about Last Kingdom. Uh, Nerd Al, my roommate, uh, loves the show as well as some coworkers told me to watch Last Kingdom as like kind of a either Game of Thrones fix or just like good action stuff. So I definitely heard of that one. I haven't heard of the other two on your list that you, I'm sure you're going to mention. Yeah, you have. Too. Yeah. So carrying on another 500 years, the Outlaw King is another uh, Netflix. It's on Netflix. I think it actually is a Netflix movie. These, these next two are both Netflix movies. Um, it's the story of Robert the Bruce, who was the first king of the Scots. Um, he basically fought for Scottish independence from the crown of England. Um, and it's just, uh, it's good. It's got, a, it's a really good pace, the story. And uh, uh, I don't know, it, it's Chris Pine. just kind of Chris Pine. Yeah, it's, it's, he's pretty badass. And um, 
they're just playing off my whole like medieval fighting theme. Like clearly I need COVID to end so I can go to medieval times. For <laughs> well, and, and no, this is good. Cause our, our past guests, a lot of, a lot of our talks have been, Oh, I've seen Ted Lasso. I've seen the, the boys. Like everyone says the same thing. You've actually had new original answers that we haven't heard yet. Which is refreshing. Repeat guests. Um, say it again. Repeat guests. No, we all repeat repeat guests, but I feel like every everybody that comes on, they're like, "Man, I just finally caught Ted Lasso. It's really good." (laughs) Yeah, we we know. We talked about the last five weeks. Yeah, so we know. So it's good to have new uh, shows to even like recommend to people, or even like just watch for yourself and talk about. So we do appreciate that. So if so, as you you ranked them chronologically, what was your favorite one out of those? The Last Kingdom, Outlaw King, and the King that you've seen. So, yeah, let me throw the king in there last. So the king is pretty much uh, Shakespeare's King Henry V, um, made into a movie. So 1400s, there's another 100 years later. So it's actually still dealing with the war that the outlaw king is kind of based on, um, which I found interesting um, to see parallels between movies like that. I th- I think I like the king the most of them all because it's it's kind of – it's the best i think uh written the the storyline's the best the last kingdom would be a second for me just because there's four seasons of it so there's enough of it to keep watching um and then the outlaw king unfortunately is three of three but you know still a solid seven out of ten tim i thought you watched the king I have seen it. I didn't. Yeah. When you, but there's, there's he, Phil listed a lot of shows with the word king in it, so it was, it was hard to <laughs> yeah. know which was which. But yeah, the king with Timothy Chalamet, Timothy Chalamet is the one I watched, and I really enjoyed that too. I don't know what I said in the past episode, but I definitely know I, I enjoyed watching that uh, thoroughly. So yeah, it's a very good pick. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and then I guess we'll move on. So Jordan, I'll let you go next, and because I'm just gonna do that. So here you go. Um, so I haven't been really watching anything new. I'm still still on the expanse. It keeps getting better. Um, that's the Amazon original sci-fi series. Uh, Sabrina and I are still working our way through the MCU. Um, we just finished Guardians, which was our number one movie. So on to Avengers. What's the next one? Um, Age of Ultron. So quite a dip down. Um, and then WandaVision. Outside of that, there's nothing else I've been watching. So I don't know if you yeah, want to I mean, get to that later. Yeah, probably. Um, well, I mean, kind of. Obviously, we don't want to spoil anything either with WandaVision. Uh, but I'll say this. After doing our Marvel kind of ranking system we did last week, I wanted to catch up on some of the Marvel movies I didn't see for that list, like Cap- some of the Captain Americas I haven't seen. So I kind of wanted to dive back into that. I haven't yet, but definitely going to uh, start getting back in the Marvel universe once everything starts coming out for this year. That's all I've been watching. Oh, perfect. Okay. So I had an awesome weekend. I'm trying, I was laying low this weekend. So pretty much Friday, Saturday, and maybe Sunday, I took this like edible drink, like this mango tonic drink, it's called. And I just got really high and watched movie TV shows. Yeah, drugs. So, um, <laughs> and I, I, I binge watched this um, show called Upload. It's kind of like a knockoff version of The Good Place. Um, okay. Yeah. Amazon. It's on Amazon Prime. That one's good. It's a little dark, too, at times. Yes. Yeah, so what I first thought it was, like, when I was watching, okay, this is, like, the good place it was on, if it was on TBS or something like that. Like, <laughs> and I was going to say, this is, like, a really good show for TBS. Like, holy cow, because you don't know any of the actors or actresses, so you kind of think it's a little cheesier. Like, in a good place, has already done it, where pretty much you get your body gets uploaded into this eternal life, and the, the richer you are, the more money you have, you get a better eternal life to pick from. 
but the catch is you can't die before moving to the eternal life. So if you like, obviously, if you're dying like from a car crash or something that happens, then you have to be prepared um, to either enter the uh, eternal life, the upload, or you die and not have anything. You just die and see what happens. So um, I loved it. I really enjoyed it for what it was. Like I said, it would be the best show on TBS. I don't know if it could be on like the Fox NBC networks, but the way they did technology, the way they did everything kind of worked for me and I got hooked and uh, I recommend it. And then. So is, the it an Am- I- this is actually an Amazon show. Yes. Amazon okay. prime. Yeah. Or whatever you want to call uh, Amazon video. Is that what it's called? Prime video. Prime video. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So watch that. It's and like then- a prime original. <laughs> sure. Whatever, whatever you want to call it. Well, Cause you, you gotta like give these little streaming guys credit when they make their own show. Right. So yeah, of course. I feel like giving a TBS is calling it TBS is giving it too much credit. <laughs> yeah, no. At first, I thought it was gonna be like a TBS. Then, like the, the te- way they did technology with certain things, I'm like, okay, it's better than that. Like, pri- like the Prime Video something did a good job. So, the one I was more impressed with, the, my favorite watch of the week was Ram. I don't know if it's Rami or Rami. I think it's Rami, um, and it's on Hulu, and it's been out for a while. I think there's only two scenes of it, at least from what Hulu had on on their shelf. Um, but it is a it's Rami Youssef. He's a uh, stand up comedian too. This has a very vibey uh, like Atlanta kind of show where it explores um, his like. Uh, like he's middle eastern like he's from kind of like the middle eastern like egypt uh, i think like arab um where he play, he kind of explores his culture and religion where what he follows and what is what he doesn't follow like they're not supposed to drink or have sex or like do the drugs but he finds himself in his predicament being in brooklyn trying to like manage his 25 year old self and trying to go through these issues and what rules to break what rules to follow and how to like do all this together so um i recommend it i watched that within a one night almost for two seasons or a day and night, but it was, it was really good. Cause they haven't heard of that one before. No, I've heard of it. I've heard nothing but great things. I have not yeah, checked it out. Though. Yeah. I, yeah. I really enjoyed it and I'd recommend it. That's, that's like right up there with like kind of Atlanta Dave kind of shows. Obviously Dave's a little more funny and this Ram Rammy one's pretty funny too at times, but it does get serious when it needs to be serious too. So um, would recommend that. And that, yeah. And other than that, just WandaVision. Do we want is to talk it, about is that like a Wanda Sykes show? <laughs> cool. So it's a Mar- it's the Marvel Universe, um, Wanda and Vision. I don't, Jordan could go more into it, but pretty much the, to sum it up without breaking any rules of like spoiling it, this was the first real Marvel episode we had where it kind of ties everything together from the first two episodes and really like gets you into it for what is what's going to come soon. Without spoiling. yes, so Phil, it's the first. Um marvel original series on uh disney plus with two of the characters from marvel so no not wanda sykes unfortunately <laughs> Got it. Okay. Um, i was definitely confused why that was on disney um <laughs> <laughs> the marvel stuff and every all that's kind of lost on me i don't mean to make any enemies in the room today but you won't it, yeah it's just it's kind of hard for me to follow clearly i'm stuck in the past it's hard for me to get the, the future stuff going. Even when I was like, trying to explain, like, why I'm like, oh, WandaVision. Like, oh, I, I don't know much about him. And Jordan's like, they've been in all these movies together. Like, Tim, you don't remember? Like, I, I forget, too. So even for me being interested, <laughs> I, forget, I forget this shit all the time. So there's no uh, hard feelings either way. So I think with that, Jordan, you want to talk about WandaVision at all? I, I said my piece, so you can mention anything you want to. 
before we move on to news. No, I think if, if you watched like the first two episodes and you were not into it, at least get to episode four. And then I think everything really falls into place. Yep. It's pretty cool. It was pretty, they did they did awesome. This was by far the best episode they had. Yeah, very cool. By far. So, all right, with that, we can move on to our news. And Jordan, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Okay, so. We have a very slow news week, but first we'll start off on a sad note. Dustin Diamond of Saved by the Bell died at the age of 44. Um, Outside of that, we do have two new trailers. One is for The Nevers. The other one is for Moxie. Um, And then in kind of a two-parter here, Walt Disney has announced a five-year exclusive deal with director Ryan Coogler. Um, He is, of course, of Black Panther and Creed fame. Uh, With that... They have announced a spin-off show coming to Disney Plus that is Wakanda-based. Uh, anything stand out to you, Tim? Ooh, perfect. Me first. And Phil, want to let you know right now, you got a slow news week for sure, so you, got, you do not get the cream of the crop to pick uh, some good stuff because there's not really that much on this list. I would say the coolest thing is a Black Panther spin-off. I mean, for that, other than that, everything else is pretty um, un unnoticeable the dustin diamond thing is sad the way his story was written because he said like he didn't want to go out in public to doctors and people would make fun of him for what he looked like with cancer and stuff and, and that's a super sad story oh, of how fame how fame can you know the paparazzi and the people making fun of you online it's just tough and pretty much he didn't get treatment because of it for a while so super sad the way he went and unfortunately so you know thoughts out to him at this time damn so yeah, it's, it's it's not easy. So I think we I think we should at least move on to the trailer. Phil, and I'll let you pick the nice ones now to move on. So anything in the trailer-wise, the Moxie or Never's trailer stick out to you at all? You know, they both seem to have a very empowering theme to them. <clears throat> um, but I'm thinking the Moxie is definitely something I would watch. Um, it seems pretty funny. Um, Amy Poehler, as a mom, I can only imagine what her kid is like. So that... <laughs> character dynamic i'm sure is gonna be great um and it, honestly then the nevers trailer that being a series is probably something i could sink my teeth into as well because little sci-fi action coming at you the uh i just i googled the guy who is directing it he did like buffy and all these other like great yeah random things he's also so. falling off a lot of things recently because uh he's not a good dude oh is he problematic yes <laughs> I did not get that far to his Wikipedia page. Yep. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you this: a part of the Moxie thing, the the trailer, it goes around like this PC, like to females at all too, like the tear and kill him scene where he's like uh, trying to say, "Hey, I don't want to talk about this stuff because I don't want any part of it." And the, the lady's like, "You have to be a part of it. Don't be silent." And someone starts recording him. He's like, "I don't want to be a part of this. Like, I'm like, just trying to go to the bathroom." Yeah. What What's going on right now? And then the one guy's like, "Hey, ladies first. Like, oh, can I say that? Like, it's just I like the way they're kind of." making it self-aware to what's going on and how to react and the, the female empowerment like you said like with you know different stereotypes like once again the, the girl couldn't wear a, a, a top but a guy can be shirtless in, in this classroom so stuff like that i thought yeah amy poehler's awesome so i'm always here for stuff she does it, and, it felt and like never- a uh, a netflix version of the movie easy a so i guess we'll see yeah that seems fair and yeah the, 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 the net- <laughs> 
the Nevers trailer seems like right up Patricia's alley. Like, yes. When you said Buffy, I'm like, okay, that, that's like right up for her. So, not for me, but maybe for someone else. So, perfect. Jordan, anything for you? You didn't say anything. Uh, I thought the Nevers looked a little cheesy, but it is HBO, so I doubt that it will be. Yeah. That's I fair. don't think they make cheese. Yeah, I was getting, I, I kind of felt the same thing, Jordan, at first, but then, um, what's the, they, they had that series um, that, that they just did the second season of that oh. was really well done. Yeah, um, um, I watched it too. Give uh, me that kind of vibe. His Dark his, Materials? Yes, his Dark Yeah. Yeah, I, I see that. I think they're definitely, they're looking very hard to find what could be their next Thrones, and they can't find it, so they're just going to keep doing more Thrones spinoffs. <laughs> yeah, I actually heard. I actually had a little bit of news that might play well with this audience. Um, I heard that they're supposed to make the prequel, um, the Dunk and uh, Dunkin' Egg, Dunkin' Egg, yeah, books into a mini series on HBO. So that's like the preceding two hundred years before the Game of Thrones story starts. Yeah, so I think they're they're up to like two that they have in production. Nice. I really enjoyed that that mini little book and those short stories. So that was. Hope they do that justice. They're already written, so they can't ruin it, right? Knock on wood. Knock on wood. Yeah. Perfect. All right. So I think that was good. Even Phil added some news to that, so we appreciate that. Get an assist. Um, we'll move on to our main discussion of championship stuff and go from there. Shout out to Applebee's. So we are on to our main discussion, which is championship or winning. Uh, games or things so we decided to do three sports ones as well as one non-sports win so like I said it doesn't have to be a championship it could just be a, a monumental win and um, Phil wanted to ask um, if like the protagonist doesn't win does it count um, we're not doing like best games I think we're just doing best wins uh, to make it simpler to kind of see like, what's going on there um, so Tim's trying to put it in the universe that the Bucks are winning so he only wants to hear like win. That. Win, win, win. Win, win, win. Yes, I don't care about second place. Oh, okay. We're going to so. call those wins. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Phil's a Packers fan, so he was, uh, yeah, so, yeah, not good. We don't have to talk about it, but. We don't have to talk about it. Okay, so we'll move on. So, draft order. Phil, I'll you decide the draft order. You can go first, second, third. What do you want to do? Well, you know me. I'm a bookend guy. Yeah. Um, so I want to see how you guys play this first. So I'll go third and then right. fourth. Okay. Then do, who do you want to go first and second? Oh, I get to. Um, well, uh, we'll have Jordan go first because I feel like bookends are great. So I'll give him that luxury. And then Tim, you can go second. Perfect. <laughs> so we'll be right in the middle. All right. I'm, I'm okay with it. I, I think I'm a good drafter. I think Jordan has proven to be the best drafter out of us two. And the guess is usually second, so I'm usually the worst drafter. I'm okay with that. It is what it is, what it is but uh, I'm just going to keep my head high and uh, keep going until I win one. Because usually it's between Jordan and his brother, Jordan and uh, producer Tim, or something like that. I'm always, I'm always on the outside. So how do you decide a winner after the draft? Like We pretend to put it on Twitter, then we usually put it in our, like, a group chat really quick to see like our four votes, like who voted 3-1 or something like that. So it's not very glorious by any means. We okay. always say we're going to do things on our social media channels, and we do nothing. So to be, that's an intern. To be fair, I don't. I've been saying that. Yeah, we have a producer, but he's just kind of <laughs> chilling right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I need the password and login again. So. Oh, that's right. Yep, I changed that. Uh, yep. Whoops. 
All right, Whoops. so I, go, I I go first then. Um, this, I think the sports ones were a lot less fun for me to come up with than the non-sports ones, and some of them I feel like are um, in between. Like I wasn't sure if you guys would consider it a sport or not. Okay. Um, so there might be some controversy on some of them, but I'm gonna start off with. I'm going to go say Miracle. That's going to be my number one pick. And that is USA defeating Russia or the USSR. Um, In hockey, that one is just an all-around really great sports movie win. You just can't get better than that. Yeah, I love the the line too. Like, where do you come from? Like, and they all don't know where they come from. Like, you're whatever so that's always a fun line in the movie i don't know i didn't really finish it sorry i, I didn't want to do a, a whole reenactment spoiler alert illinois win, or uh sorry illinois i'm watching basketball i'm distracted <laughs> um usa wins yes so yeah that, that's a good that's a good pick i mean total classic there i'm surprised it went one one though yeah okay. i know i so i know i left off one um knowing that somebody else was going to take it and so I, I i think i know where tim's going okay well, that's you the one I love, Jordan. If if you're wondering, I don't know where I'm going though, because I have a list of like serious movies, funny movies, and some in between. So I'm like, how do I play this for myself? So I think the one that sticks out to me, and I don't know how it'll play out, but I'm gonna go with the average Joe's and dodgeball. Damn it! Um, okay, so mm-hmm. I played this wrong. <laughs> I think that win that, was incredible. It, yeah. it was like, and that's your uh, sports, that, right? So that's where I was like on the in between. Like, does this count one? As, that's, that's it's sports, a sport, yeah, it's, right? Yeah. When I get to my non-sports oh, yeah. ones, you'll see it's non-sports for for sure. So dodgeball. Ben Stiller is one of the, that's a great villain for him. Like he was awesome in that movie, but it makes that defeat even more sweet when he beats that team uh peter lafer steve the pirate i don't think steve the pirate wasn't even there for the the actual win playing for patch the hulahan i mean it's a great overall victory by the average joes a lot of tough you know to a lot of adversity to come through and they still got it done so that's a great team and the average joe's name is perfect for what they were so great movie great team yes that one was uh that was one of the ones that I was saving because I was like, I, I really like all my list of non-sport movies, and I wasn't sure yeah. where that one fell. Um, but it was on the Ocho, so it must be a sport. Well, it's almost. <laughs> yes, it yeah. Yeah. If you can bet on it, it counts as a sport <laughs> movie. So. That's true. All right, um, Phil, you get two back-to-back. Well, I'm so glad to have gone third because I'm clearly drafting amongst amateurs here. Right. <laughs> so number one on my list is easily the 1971 AAA Virginia High School Football Championship game. Yeah, that's where I thought Williams Titans Tim was won. going. Um, we all know head coach Herman Boone, you know, <laughs> beat out our big our buddy Bill Yotes for that for that role but retained him as a defensive coordinator. Um, and and really had a couple couple solid defensive players there, Gary Bertrier and Julius Campbell. I mean, that team could beat a few NFL teams, I'm sure. Um, but you know, really, a story of adversity, perseverance. It, it's it's a, it's a great movie, and then the the way they won that game when when Yost is finally like, he's kicking my ass, you know, I could use your help over here. Just feel good <laughs> all around. 
Yeah, that's one of my favorite sports. I think we rank, when we when we were on the other football one, and we ranked that as our number one football movie of all time. And obviously, with the, the football movie of all time, it's the best football win of all time, I would say. So I think it's an awesome choice. Somehow, I had it on my notes, but I didn't put it on my, my, um, my paper notes. So it, it got lost in translation for me. So I wouldn't even set it, but it's a great pick. Oh, you would not have even... Okay, I left that one specifically for you. One, like, as I've kind of said before... Um, it's not my favorite movie. I don't know why, but it's not. Um, I know that that was should have been absolutely the number one overall pick. That's why I did not want to go first. Because um, <laughs> now I'm going to get shit for not taking that one. But and then I think in real life, didn't TC Williams absolutely destroy every single team they played? Yeah, including yeah, the last game. Yeah, I, so. I read that on Wikipedia today. Um, they blew out most of the teams that they played. Yeah, so. I find it funny too that I was the only one to pick the fictional win. Like Miracle, obviously, is, they like both yeah. years are based on real things. Like mine's is some imaginary thing that kind of came happen. The draft's not over yet, Tim. Yeah, the draft is not over. I'm sure there'll be some fictional uh, teams in here as well. There'll be plenty of imagination. So. Yes. So All great right. play. Yeah, you can move on to number two now. Yeah, thanks, Tim. I appreciate that. Uh, so I'll bring this back around. Um, I guess I'll go a little fictional here. The 1999 uh, high school district champion, West Canaan High School Coyotes of Varsity Blues. <laughs> yep, that's off. Okay, we all know John John Mox, who stood in for Lance Harbor, played by Paul Walker, RIP. RIP. Um, who can forget that great championship game where, you know, Mox gets in a, a fist fight with the head coach pretty much, and then – He's like, yo, fuck this guy. We're gonna play five wideouts and just air it out and win this game. And they do. Yeah, I, I didn't expect you to go football back to back. I don't hate it. I just didn't expect football. See, like I'm looking at my list trying to diversify my portfolio. Football, <laughs> football is back to back is a risky pick. You know, all of mine are pretty much football. So <laughs> and I don't hate it. Hey, fine. But, but here's my issue is I got a lot of these like honorable mentions that are not football that the team didn't actually win this championship. So, like, they don't fit the parameters of our draft. Correct, yeah. So, uh, that, that makes sense. Now I had trouble with that, too, where right. I thought a team won. I'm like, oh, wait, I, I got to think of the end of the movie really quick to make sure I, I remember it right. So, makes sense. Um, so, yeah, I guess it's back to me. I have a couple. I had a football one in mind, and I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to go with it. Um, oh, do I go with it? Okay. Do it. I will. I will. I'm going to go with uh, Waterboy. I'm going to go with the Mud Dogs winning the Bourbon Bowl. Um, I just think that a linebacker like that to take over a game and, and lead a team to like, that high of stakes. And then the jo- the job Coach Klein does in the, the Bourbon Bowl without a playbook and having to kind of call from scratch, that's a tough thing to do in the middle of a game. They kind of have that in-game awareness what to do and what you see is uh, perfect how they played it. And uh, even with the other team taking knees and just doing all that to avoid the defense scoring, they still came out victorious. And I uh, love the pick at uh, Water Waterboy uh, Mud Dogs Bourbon Bowl. Yeah, it's a, that's a great pick. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go between a few here. And I'm just trying to think of which ones I want ultimately at the end of the day. Okay, I absolutely love... Mm, stuck. All right, but I'm going to go with the replacements uh, in their final game uh, against Dallas, obviously, where they win the last regular season game with Shane Footsteps coming back at halftime. 
digging them out of a hole, even okay. though the other team all crossed the picket line. So there was a bunch of scabs playing a full NFL or whatever their league was team. Just great, you know? Kickers got money on the game. But you know what? They still pull it out. Not yeah, that's a great that's a great pick, Jordan. Um, one one thing of note: the crazy linebacker, uh, Danny Bateman, John played Favreau. by John Farbro, plays the role to perfection. Red means stop, like a streetlight, right? Love it. Um, yeah, and that's like that's another football pick. We've learned, we've had had we've had four football picks. It's in that a row, time so. of year. That's time of the year. Just football. I mean, we are talking Super Bowl championship stuff, so I, I guess it's the way to win the draft. So um, I think, I think, yeah, good picks. Um, are you sticking the football, Jordan, for pick number three, or what are you going to go oh, with? That's right. I'm back to back. Okay. Um, so I'm going to leave all my non-sports ones for my last pick because I just have so many that I think I'll be happy with whatever I end up with. Yeah. I'm going to go with For the Love of the Game, which is the Kurt Ooh. Costner movie. Um and it's just a really good way. They they tie the whole his whole story around this one perfect game that he throws, and it's just a, a great ending of him finally getting that that elusive win or that elusive perfect game in Yankee Stadium. Um, you know, you, you get your perfect slow motion celebration at the end. How can you beat a sports moment like that? It's not a championship. But, you know, it's a great way to go out. He leaves the game after that. It's his last game. So. Yeah. No, it's so romantic. Isn't it, though? And, yeah, and I'm at this and point, too. I said too, Kurt I, Costner. It's Kevin Costner. So, sorry. It's Kevin. Yeah. Because um, now I'm going to point. I forgot, I forgot this is our last sports one because we have the non-sports one coming up. So, it's, it's, it leaves me in a predicament of what I want to do with, you know, this next pick. But I'm going to go with my non-sports one because I want to leave myself some time to think about my next pick. Maybe this one will kind of fall to me in the in where I need to go. So, And then this is our first imp- interpretation of what non-sports wins are because obviously wins and non-sports, it's, it could be whatever. So let me know what you guys think. So I'm going to go with the movie The Hangover where Alan, Zach Galvanakis', Gal- Zach Galvanakis character, dominates the blackjack table to get his friend Doug back with the money he gets. That's my win. Is that fair? That's a win. That's a big win in blackjack. Uh, I mean, if that's what you want to use your pick on. Yeah. Like I've got three non-sports ones wow. on my list that are way better than that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I got like eight, so that's fine. Go okay, ahead. Okay, sorry. I, I thought it was an awesome pick when I thought of it. Now, not anymore, <laughs> but I meant someone had to start it off. I, I guess I should I guess when I was it. thinking of it, I was like, you know, like an actual competition of like 1v1 or team v team, like – it's just a man versus the casino, and I just don't think that's as fun. All right, let me, let me pick again then. And the story's not even, or the movie's not even based around him being there's, like Rain yeah. Man light, you right? Know? But there's no just, ultimate like feel good after that. It yeah, just keeps like a, going. It's a two minute scene. It ultimately they just wrote it in to pay off the rest of the plot. Yeah. My only my only rebuttal. I almost think it'd be a repick. Like take that pick back, Tim. Pick something good. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I feel bad only, that you actually ended up with that. that. My only rebuttal from that is that it created the, one of the greatest gifts that we have in our computer, our phones now. 
with the account the math one where he's just thinking of all the, the numbers and pies and it's the one with the lady who's got the puzzle book the blonde lady and it's got the diagram it's the same gif i mean it <laughs> i don't know I, I feel like there's comparables out there all right jordan are you gonna uh, if jordan doesn't agree with that i don't pick, get the pick again jordan would let me will you let me pick again I, I i think you should i think you need to save face it's kind of embarrassing okay, yeah, that, that you, was so <laughs> I appreciate that. That's, that was one of my last ones. So I did go over a couple with Phil. And I'm going to use one that I was going to – I talked to him about. And I'm going to go with uh, the Barton Bellas winning the Pitch Perfect competition and, and the Pitch Perfect one. That, that's where I thought you would go. That's okay. much better. That's like 100 times better. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. You got any Pitch for Perfect. us? And, You're going to lay um, down any beats, any any songs? Um, no, but oh, I bet okay. – the, the Breakfast Club mixture with like the the kind of beats that intertwine, like make it a little more new school of, of vibes. Where like obviously the Barton Bells were kind of old school, classy. Now they got into like this different music all coming together. They did a great job. I just don't like that dude uh, on the the guy group. The magician, not the magician. The uh, like the main guy, the guy who dates uh, what's her name. This character oh yeah yeah um it, it, his name is he's from workaholics Adam you don't something. like adam divine no 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 not him no oh, the okay. one who dates um the, the good the good looking not, one? not the fat amy girl but like what's i can't remember why can't i remember her name anna kendrick anna kendrick uh, yeah whoever yeah. that guy is i don't fucking like him <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah he's like the good looking one or whatever he's supposed to be like that's, yeah yeah he's the one like singing to her when they're parking the car it's like yeah. Sammy watches some show with him, and I hate I hate the show because he's in it. <laughs> that's fair, but yeah, he's, his team loses anyway. The, the troublemakers, so um, that's a good uh, way to put it because we took him down. So good job by the Barn Bellas. Yeah, you go. Go Barn. All, All right, right, so, so you get, get your sports one. I'll drop two. Um, I'll, I'll I guess I have to go non football, even though I have a really good football one left. Just, just <laughs> go with your gut. Um. You know, this one's a solid one, too. It's the 1938 Pimlico Special, Seabiscuit vs. War Admiral. <laughs> Seabiscuit legs it out. Um, classic horse racing story. Uh, you love all the Great Depression, like, montages they put it in there. Um, it's solid. Oh, sorry. Dog's about to poop. Give me a second. Yep. No, it's perfect. Um, I guess we can talk about Seabiscuit for a second. So, um, I actually, for a horse movie, it's tough to really appreciate that, I guess. So I thought they did a really good job of what that of what uh, Seabiscuit was. And I think, yeah, unfortunately, I think I've only done one other out. horse movie since then, and that was not any good. Was it with Tobey Maguire or was that Seabiscuit? Seabiscuit, it was with Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. I knew one was with Tobey Maguire. I can't put these horse movies in. But the problem with Seabiscuit pick is that the the horse that was like a couple of years ago won the Triple Crown. So. So it kind of it kind of yeah, you but- know fil- filters the win a little more. No, because, I mean, there's been other triple count winners, and Seabiscuit's whole thing is, like, he was an undersized horse, like, he wasn't supposed to win. Yeah, that's, I he's, guess it's fair. And he's then, your quintessential, uh, quintessential underdog. That's fair, yeah. And, I mean, I like the I like the idea of having a horse, like, because right now we have hockey, we have football, we have baseball, and we have uh, dodgeball. So, I mean, we got, I'm going to, I like my next pick that I'm going to, I think I'm going to do, and I think I can go really quick because technically Phil has to pick a non-sports one and I'm, and he's picking, and I'm picking a sports one. So, right. Are you, are you cool with me going? Yeah. Cause technically you cannot overlap. 
Yeah, perfect. So I'm going to go with Mighty Ducks D2 with the win. Um, I love the Bash Brothers, Russ Tyler, um, Julie Gaffney, like everything. The, the ending of that game in itself, the, the jersey change at halftime, I don't know about the jersey change if I like it or not, but um, overall, like the, the knuckle puck, the Bash Brothers, the actual like blast play of the game where it's a shootout and they put Julie Gaffney in for Goldberg because she, she has a quicker glove. Like, hey, he's going glove side. We all know he's going glove side. She gets glove side, picks it up, game over. I was debating between Mighty Ducks 1 with Charlie Conway scoring the game-winning goal or D2. I think D2 has a better ending in my opinion, but I guess that could be up for interpretation. I think that's – God, you, you really went the comedy route with all of yours, right? So, I did. <laughs> yeah, me and Phil did not go that with, <laughs> with any of them. Or I guess Phil's got Varsity Blues, which has got a little bit of a, the comediness to it. Yeah. Um, and well, I guess the replacements is a comedy, but yeah, you went strictly like no like emotional story. At well, all. I have I I have one on my list that I did not say, and I always got to I got to save it to see if Phil takes it too. But I think because it's it, it relays to this this uh, podcast itself too. But yeah, a lot of mine. I honestly looked up top sports movies first, then I looked up top comedy movies of all time, and kind of scrolled down the list to see um, what would like be on the list. And like, oh, I saw some that I liked, and picked and choose what I liked too. So that was definitely mine. Um, uh, I think we got Phil back in the group now. Is that correct? Yep. Yeah. Not. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Jasper. First, perfect. So Phil, to catch you up, what we did, I picked next just because you have a non-sports one i picked mighty ducks d2 with russ tyler the bash pillars julie gaffney goldberg um went with that route jordan mentioned my going all comedy route which i'm very okay with so we go back to you now you're your non-sports pick i am and i've got a few really good ones here but i'm gonna go with my gut um, I'm going to go with the, uh, the 1998 all rounds rap battle, Jimmy B rabbit Smith against Papa doc. <laughs> I don't think you can go wrong with that pick. That's awesome. <laughs> um, it, it's, I mean, everyone knows, everyone knows he yeah. just down at the end there. Um, that's fantastic. I didn't, would not even would have thought of that. No, that's, that's a good one. That's a very good competition. Yeah. Tim, man, you wanted to go with a poker game from a random comedy. Jeez, Louise, man! I but I did say I'm the worst drafter here before. I, I'm very self aware of what I do sometimes, <laughs> like uh, like the, the good dinosaur pick. Like I just do picks that. Like, that out. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. So no, this is a great pick. I think this is better than my pitch perfect pick by far. I much better rapping than creativeness than singing like with no instrumental stuff so um yeah that's how did you get to that? how did you how did you get to that what like did you look it up like how do you get to like that portion of like to find it uh, well you know you got to start thinking outside the box when it comes to, like, your, your head like clearly i was thinking football movies um and I'm like, okay, so what, what? what's a good competition? I have a few other ones out here that are good, but I won't say them until Jordan raps. Yeah. Um, but really, this was just, it's memorable. It, it, it could basically be its own album. Um, I don't know. No, it's it's an awesome movie, too. And, like, yeah, that scene and, like, everything with their, his music, too, it's actually good. And then, like, the yeah, the whole scene is awesome. So, uh, well done. 
And then I pick D2. So, Jordan, we're moving on to your non-sports one. Then we can get to notables for each uh, each of us. Okay. Um, so, I got a lot of ones I really loved for this category. Um, but I, I'm going to end up going with A Knight's Tale. And I just think that that's, it's got a very much sports-esque-ness to it. It's, it. The way it all comes down to that last bout as they charge, um, you know, and Heath Ledger, you know, RIP, has got his... Uh, all of his armor off because he can't hold lift his lance with the armor on anymore because he's been hit so many times. What a risk, man. Gets knighted because of it. Just a perfect sports-esque yeah, movie. Big energy to that last joust. Yes. You can't you can't beat that. It's just that feel-good win at the end. Puts the yeah. other guy on his back, man. Yeah. I almost think this could be a category itself, like best fights, like your best, like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, we don't like another subcategory of this, but it's a, it's a good pick. I yeah, obviously I went all comedy route. This is more of a serious like battle. So the movie is definitely a comedic tone throughout. Yeah. it's you know basically a yeah. sports movie, it's but it's set way back in the the day that Phil likes to watch movies of. Yeah, it's next on my list for my. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, that was, that was a good pick. That's the, I thought about that, but. I mean, so yeah, so I, I'm curious because you guys both had more than me for like the non-sport ones. What are your guys' uh, notables for the non-sport category? Phil, I'll let you fill it in first. Okay, yeah, so I, I was torn between you know that that final rap battle or um, the champions of the 1957 National Science Fair uh, from October Sky, Homer Hickam, wow. Quentin Wilson, Roy Lee, <laughs> German Odell, you know. It's a pretty good movie. That's that's a really good deep cut. Yeah, <laughs> I'll say I don't even know what that is. So it's just I, I, <laughs> I never I, seen that course called Jake Gyllenhaal. No, but I I I, uh, I I love that you say the years of everything you said, like the nineteen thirty eight, the nineteen. So, yeah, Jordan Jordan said like he kind of let off like I didn't know almost how to do this with sports, and I'm like, well, you kind of have to just go all in and play the fictional storyline out yeah know? yeah yeah it's perfect <laughs> which is why you're better drafted than me already by after one already so um that's great um all right so any jordan you can go next or if it's less fill it's obviously fill out a couple more you said i was between two of the other ones that i was looking at was beer fest another just great competition movie yep. in general um it it didn't it didn't quite make it as as much as you know a knight's tale because i just think it's a ridiculous in its own sense of <laughs> the actual competition at the end um outside of that scott pilgrim was one i like it's just a competition throughout him versus the evil exes um a lot of cool because i i got there by thinking of exactly what you said you know um school of rock and the battle of the bands but you know they lost and then i was thinking oh well scott pilgrim wins all of his battles of the bands um especially versus the vegans but you know there's not really it's a lot of like hand-to-hand fighting more than like a true competition i think yeah no those are those are that's not a good one i didn't really have any good i put like revenge of the nerds on here like the nerds beating the jocks like that movie but that wasn't like that was more of a notable to, to say out loud more than actually do um I know Phil have a couple more of the non-sports one, but my sports ones that I had for notables was Mighty or not Mighty Tough Space Jam. 
uh, I think I mentioned Space Jam all the time, so I didn't want to put that on my list. I put in Major League, the first one, where Willie, Willie mm-hmm. Mays Hayes scores from second to home after a bunt by Jake Taylor. I think that's a, a great play and a great win by the Indians. Um, I think that was for the championship. I'm not – yeah, I don't know. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. It's a good win. Um, Happy Gilmore, he wins the, uh, the gold jacket after having to do a putt-putt through, like, the – whole like car in the way and stuff like that too so and then my last one that i love jordan that you'll you'll respect it is uh hardball g baby gets the game winning hit uh to win the semifinal game and then unfortunately after the game gets it a drive-by shooting he dies unfortunately and the spoiler <laughs> alert what okay it's hardball <laughs> it's been out for 10 years <laughs> So Tim Tim picks all fucking like <laughs> comical funny movies, and his runner-up was G Baby dying. Well, I, no, not G Baby dying. It's him winning the semi. Like he had the biggest hit of his, his of his career that game. I was to go to the to go to the ship, and then it Tim, crazy. No, nobody cares that G Baby gets that game-winning hit if he plays in the championship game. I hate to tell you. True. That's true, but like the whole like they're at the pizza party or p- restaurant, and they're just like we go into the shit. What that was like yeah. a memorable scene in the movie too, and and obviously that scene doesn't happen without G Baby's game winning hit. So, and I used to I in this in this uh, podcast we used to shout I used to shout out G Baby every episode. I don't know why, it just kind of happened for a oh, while. I have to listen to those then. You don't have to. <laughs> so uh okay more notables this is this i have some trivia at the end but uh we can do a couple more notables phil for you okay yeah i had one more uh non-sport champion i was going to go with the 1967 moscow invitational where beth Harmon defeat defeats uh vasily borgoff in a chess match in queen's gambit um <laughs> Love it. i thought that i i just I thought, I thought queen's gambit was great i don't know your guys thoughts if you've had a take on that or not I haven't watched it yet, but I'm going to. But yeah, oh, well, spoiler. Sorry, Jordan. Well, I don't know what those characters' names are, so I'm fine. I'll say Beth Harmon's not like a, like a producer I've seen in like. Uh, oh, that's Dan Harmon. No, from Community. <laughs> um, perfect. Yeah, um, I had, so yeah, I had a couple. I want to call them honorable mentions because they're not uh, they're not games in which the the main team won. Yeah. Um, so the two the two I want to mention is are the 1999. AFFA championship that'd be the Miami Sharks from any given Sunday lose in, yep. in the championship game. Um, you know, Willie Beamer, how, how can you not love Willie Beamer? Best halftime um, speech in any movie. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, Luther LeVay, who was literally played by Lawrence Taylor, like great. He had like 50 <laughs> concussions a game. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, my next uh, honorable mention would be the 1994 American League wildcard play-in game against the Minnesota Twins and uh, Seattle Mariners in Little Big League. Well, yep. Uh, that would be when 12-year-old owner-manager Billy Hayward, who takes the team over midseason, uh, leads them to uh, tie to, to that play-in game. They end yeah, up having to face Randy Johnson and uh, – you know they're they're on the cusp of victory until Ken Griffey Jr. robs a home run at the end. Um, my idol, so best hit ball trick ever that game. Yeah, with, yeah, like that. Yeah, the, yeah, with the, the little like bubble in his gloves. Yeah, grounds yeah. crew got into it. Grounds crew pulled up the chair. It was, yeah. that was incredible. Yeah, so no, it was a great. Um, I'm going to read out the list of each. I'm surprised one you didn't have. say Friday Night Lights there though. Yeah, I have Friday. Yeah, I had it on my list, but like. 
I don't know. You know, we brought it up earlier. Yeah, we did. A tough L to take. <laughs> All right. So, Jordan, we have. Real life, uh, they don't even lose in the championship game, by the way. Well, this is movies talk we're talking. So, Jordan, we have Miracle. Uh, we have uh, The Replacements. We have For the Love of the Game. And we have. Wow, what did I write? Oh, The Night's Tale. Um, then for Tim, we have Average Joe's or, or Dodgeball. We have Waterboy. We have Pitch Perfect. And we have uh, Mighty Ducks D2. For Phil, we have Remember the Titans, Varsity Blues, Sea Biscuit, and Eight Mile. Anyone think they won? Phil. Sorry, I thought I was chewing on mute. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, like, so Phil won. <laughs> that was my opinion. I don't think I won. There's no doubt in my mind. <laughs> I think that I'm the loser for the fact that I had to replay a pick. I think that automatically DQs me from any type of victory. But I do like the list that I have. I think the comedy way was my own interpretation of it, which is very much fine. It I should have went with my gut, end. though, because if I would have taken dodgeball first, like I actually wanted to, I just thought it was a weird one to go first with. Agreed. Yeah, that's why I was almost unsure to take it right away, but I just went with my gut and went for it. So yeah. I'm happy with my draft. Um, and so, yeah, I guess we'll put it in a vote somewhere. Who knows, Phil? You never, you might not ever know if you won or not. So, um, but <laughs> I, I do have a quick couple of trivia questions before we go. Phil's done trivia with me before in the past. Um, whether he's good or not, we don't know yet for sure. I would say <laughs> average. Are, are distances in straight miles or drivable miles here? At yes, exactly. Yeah. So we, yeah, we've had our trivia battles before. So Jordan, I think you're average as well. I think we're all very average. Maybe me below. So, <laughs> This is Thanks. this this uh, these are actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah these are questions based on the Super Bowl kind of so I'm gonna give <laughs> Phil the first crack at it and I gotta read my handwriting first so okay Phil since 2005 three Super Bowl winning quarterbacks have hosted SNL name the three um I feel like Peyton Manning definitely has. Um, definitely don't watch a lot of SNL. Super Bowl winning quarterback since 2005, you say? Yes. I guess like Tom Brady, maybe? Eli Manning? How about that? That's your three? Yeah. That is correct. Very good job. Yep. Nice. (laughs) Well done. That was good. I thought they were all pretty good. They're all funny in their own right, obviously awkward funny but still funny so jordan your question oh, is oh there's eli does the like <laughs> the courtroom oh, the, one where they're like yeah you've got your, your internet history he's like i, I plead guilty <laughs> uh eli's underrated comp yeah go ahead uh, the the last athlete to host snl is currently an nfl active defensive player name this person jj watt that is correct i figured i'd do two snl questions to right off the bat all right, so now we move on to the next question, which is for Phil, and this is closest to kind of thing. How many wings will be consumed on Super Bowl Sunday? So you're gonna you're kind of setting the over under in this. Jeez, Louise! This is according to Wik- according to the Wikipedia. I don't know, like uh, 130 million. Okay, Jordan, you want to go over under? Um. Under. And not even close. So <laughs> the, it, it, it is over. The answer is 1.25 billion wings will be consumed. Jeez, get out of here. That's wow. so many wings. Billion. So uh, Phil gets that point. And then we're going to, Jordan, you're going to set the over under in this one. Uh, how many 
pounds of chips will be eaten on Super Bowl Sunday. I mean, a chip is not very heavy. I'm just thinking a bag is like, <laughs> is even a pound? I mean, that's exactly where mine went. My mind went, Jordan. Like, <laughs> like a bag of chips weigh. <laughs> forty million pounds. Okay, forty million. Philly will take the over under on the, or not over under. You got to guess guess a number, I guess. Well, Jordan got to go over under. Yeah, but you can pick yeah. a number if you want to. You can pick. Oh well, my number's gonna be over that. So can I guess eighty five million pounds? Eighty five million, and that is incorrect. The answer is uh, twenty eight million. What? So it is. It is two to two, and we move on to. That was a pretty good uh, line. Yeah, it was not bad. So our last what do you mean one. Not is, bad. Is, what did I? Didn't I say thirty million? Yeah, I said and not you, bad. And 20, it was twenty eight million. million. You're you're twelve million off. Oh, I thought I said thirty. Okay. Okay. Last question for the tiebreaker. Uh, As opposed to my 900 million off. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, Phil. How much, and this is based off something on Google, first thing I Googled, how much for 2021 does a 30-second ad cost for the Super Bowl? I like 5 million. Okay. Jordan, you want to go over under and you want to give me a guess maybe? I'll say over at 7. Over at seven. Okay, you're going seven million. The answer is five point five million. I so knew he, Phil I knew he was like right me. on. Damn it. Phil gave yeah, me a nice little week there. So. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, kind Phil, of a, it's kind of a biased question to let me answer there, Tim. Yeah. Um Jordan could have said over and just been right though. He could have said five point one million and been right. So he was able to kind of fluctuate the line if he wanted to. So he's not wrong. He's, you, there's there was a lot of space in between five million and seven million. Yeah, so, uh, Phil, great job, I, I think. I would have been splitting hairs on that one because, like, <laughs> we're talking 12 million, 900 million difference, and then in this one where it's 500,000, but, you know, you're going to yeah. get me on a technicality decimal here. <laughs> no, fair. Um, all right, Phil, you win. Usually we do shout-outs, but you don't need um, to. I think we got rid of them, according to Jordan, I guess. No, the get. Get, we've only explained this, like, four weeks in a row. Like, the guest can <laughs> shout people out. <laughs> But oh, you, I, I should know this because I've been listening, Jordan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm talking to Tim because I have to keep explaining it to him. But you get to still shout out Brie Larson every week, so you're still fine. Me, but yeah, because I don't like going on these like 30 minutes at the end okay. of the show where I, you start thinking of another G baby or whoever else. Shout out, you, shout out G baby and shout out uh, Brie Larson. Okay, so yeah, now Phil has the floor. So okay, so I so. First time caller, long time listener. Um, I guess. Uh, I See these? Yeah, we don't need. Let's just tell us how. What do you think of the first time here? You, you like it? This is fun. Yeah, um, I really like preparing for the draft. Um, <laughs> I thought that it, it it was just a kind of a fun take on on movies, and then obviously I have some downtime during the day to put a fucking list of these things together. <laughs> yeah. No. <clears throat> I, no, yeah, so I was excited to kind of like talk about the fictional stuff like it was real, you know, like, oh, you remember that 78 championship when uh... well, some of your stuff was real. Remember the t- or like remember the Titans, the Sea Biscuit. Like, yeah, but I just like I like talking about like, oh, you know, like Herman Boone and like I, that was I got a kick out of that shit. So <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah, the, the year was a good, good. You, yeah, you dressed yeah, it up. Well, I think that was, <laughs> so, you got um, some color on it, you know. Jordan, give me a login and password for Twitter. I'll post this and like that. We'll All, right. All right. We'll see. Maybe. Right now, All you right, want me to say it right here on the podcast? Just the full login and password? Full login. Give me it right now. Okay. All right. Like, we'll see you on the episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Lord, I'm confused. Is this a happy ending or a sad ending? It's an ending. That's enough. <laughs>